When we talk about marriage, too, um, there's more of a focus on women than there is on men. Like preparing to be a wife, but then for for virtual fist bump. Yes. So for so for women, there's like this thing of get ready, get ready for. But for men, they're not really like mm. pushing them to get ready. Yeah, yeah. I guess they already already. Air quotations. <laughs> you see, now you see what I'm saying. Oh, it happens. It happens. It's okay. Oh well, welcome guys to another episode of the Front Stoppers Podcast. Um, my name is Rubens. I'm Sarah. I'm Dino. I'm OG. <laughs> and I'm Ellen. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, and welcome back, guys. Um, I'm the one hosting today, so it's my very first time. So please, uh, you know, be, give me grace, be patient with me. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like, um, so, you know, before we get started, um, let me do a little, little um, something different. Um, give me a fun, one fun fact about each and every single one of you. Oh, okay. Ooh. One fun fact. One fun fact. Ooh, that's fun. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, go ahead. One fun fact about me is I went, um, I went on an old castle called Citadel in Haiti, and we rode on horses. Oh. It was really fun. Oh, I was nice. sore for like three days afterwards, but it was worth it. it was right, really nice. right. It was like beautiful on top. It was cold too. It was oh, really, for real really cold? nice. Yeah, it got a little bit colder because we were like way up to. I don't know the oh. dimensions or whatever. Oh, the mountains, right? Yeah, really nice. Yeah. That's nice. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, you should. It's really, really, it was really nice. It was a really fun experience. I told my dad to take him. He said, all right, but I think he was being sarcastic. Our dad is the reason why we were able to do it. He he paid for us and everything. It was really nice. Yeah? Yeah. Do you guys remember Camp Power Road? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, one fun fact about me <laughs> that I learned during that camp, I like that adrenaline Falling rush because when we went to we did this uh, free fall where everybody like you're you're sitting on this rope and everybody pulls you and then you have to let go and then you just fall down. Wait, you fall down like on the ground? No, you don't fall on the ground, ground, but but you like going down. It's like a a swing. Oh, what is that called against? Zip mining? It's kind of it's similar to zip mining, but it's not because you have to let go and then you just swing back and forth. Nope. And it was so much fun. Like, I felt, as soon as I did it, you I felt like, it was like an outer body experience. It was like, I was scared, oh. but it was fun at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you you like to be close to death. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I guess you can say that's the fun fact, but no. <laughs> I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Okay, I have a fun fact. Go ahead. A fun fact about me, uh... I, I write poetry. Period. Mm. I be deep sometimes. Okay. Okay. But I never actually read my poems aloud. I was about so. to say, spit one for us real quick. Give us a couple of stanzas. Yeah, I Give knew y'all was gonna say that's so why I, I never read it. But I never read it aloud. But you can read it if you if you ever see me. You want to see a poem? I got you. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. Dino, what's going on, man? You shy right now. He's about to fall asleep. No, I'm not. He's about to fall asleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, a, um, 
Mine is I used to play the piano and the saxophone. Oh, no way. really? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how to play it? When did you start? So this man on your whole artist. Yeah, he's an artist, man. And he could draw everything, uh, man. Yeah. When, when what? When did you start and when did you stop? I started playing the piano in third grade. Okay. I stopped in middle school. Oh, so that's a long time, though. Yeah. So do you remember? Very little. Really? You should have kept going, I know. Bro. And then I started, I picked up the sax in middle school. Mm-hmm. I stopped playing in high school. I play, you know, I play a little bit of the saxophone. Which, which was saxophone? The, the alto, alto. Oh, alto. Oh, look at okay, you trying okay, to get okay. me. Ooh, okay. Ooh. In, in middle school for like one, you one quarter. Like, sound like band geeks right now. <laughs> <laughs> for like, for like what? One semester or whatever. It wasn't uh, too. I, I actually yeah. um, learned to play the violin once. Oh, well, Ooh. for a whole summer, actually, Ooh. at a summer camp. So y'all mm-hmm. know how to read music? I don't no. know how to read music. Barely. No, I don't. Barely, it was, barely. I, I was learning by like um by visually. I was learning visually. Yeah. I don't want to read the paper. Mm. The music. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So by so, ear. Yeah. By ear. Yeah, by ear. Yeah. That's that's how I learned. Everyone was doing it. But I haven't done it in years. Mm. So like it was just a summer thing and I never picked it up after that. Learning music is actually very fun. It makes you feel super smart. It's very yeah. good for you mentally. Yeah, it is. Because you're using both your both sides of your brain. Yes, and uh, it makes you um, develop new uh, connections in the Mm -hmm. temple. (laughs) This is true. This is true. All your water bottles heavy. All right, I would say like um, fun fact for me is um, you know, I guess like I also also you know dab in poetry and the arts a little bit. So you know, just like OG. Yeah, I dabble a little bit, you know, here and there. And, um, you know, I also... Well, I don't do it no more, but I, I used to play guitar. I have a good guitar. You, play gu- you have a guitar? Yeah, I have a guitar. Wow. Yes. I feel like I'm the only one that's musically... Moving your life. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm do really you like- want it? Do you want it? I'll buy it off of you, because I've been looking for a guitar, actually. I mean, I mean, it's been old, so I'll probably recommend that you just buy, like, a newer one. I mean, even no, if it's I was going to buy a used one, because I'm trying to learn. Mm. Before mm. I buy a new one, mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk business later. You know I'm what I'm weak. saying? All right, all right. You're really about to talk business, you know? <laughs> you got a guitar. Yeah, I got a guitar. You be playing the strings, man. I mean, like not not not. This been a whole business. Go acoustic, podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, acoustic. Yeah, yeah. He gonna give it to me for free. Don't worry, guys. Wow. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Wow. <laughs> I'm a doorbell. I'm a doorbell. You wild right now. I'm a doorbell. You said 50? Okay. The tries are expensive. I'm going to get the family discount. It's the free 99. It'd be like, that's how y'all be. That's how y'all be. Let me stop. Hey, but you know, I'm going to keep it, man. My side is sad. My side is sad. But, anyways, you know, we got Sarah. You know, she loves, you know, horseback riding, long walks on the beach, you know, taking a romantic, you know, Moment what in the mountains. I'm, I'm sending y'all love. You know what I'm saying? You know, Dino. I'm going back over anybody. No, I mean, I'm exploring. I mean, people have to Don't learn a little bit about, about, about you guys. So, you know, like, you know what you guys lie, what you guys do. I'm helping y'all out. I'm sending y'all love. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? I think the durag is affecting you, Ruben. 
It's a little too tight. It's a little too tight. It's too tight. It's a little too tight. Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. I'm single, but I ain't ready to mingle. I'm so weak. Oh man. All right, let's stop, you know, well, no, man. All right, so today um, we have a really interesting topic, and that's um, you know, the topic of you know double standard. Yes, you know, um, you know. So, you know, for you guys, when you guys hear you know those words, like what comes to mind? Is that something that exists? Is it common? Does it happen on a regular basis? What's been your experience based on what you've seen or heard in regards to you know these two words? Double standards. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, yeah, I've seen it in the workplace. I, I there's when I used to be a server, um, the way male servers and female servers were treated, mm-hmm. it was completely different. You can see mm-hmm. that, um, mm-hmm. like when it came to interaction and how um, the kitchen staff interacted with the male servers, it was it was like it was like night and day, you know. And, yeah. Okay. It's it's a it's a I, I mean it. A lot of people may say that it's you know they don't see it, but I've seen it firsthand and I've seen what That's it looks true. like. And yeah, it, it's 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 alive. Now that you say that, when I was working at Duncan, um, the job I had like after Duncan, I working at like um, the retirement home, mm. we were all treated the same, male and female, um, by our boss. He was really cool. But at Duncan, I did kind of realize, not just saying it, but I think it was the culture because the majority of like who worked there, like the manager and who owned it, they were from a specific culture where like it was more prominent or more well known for women to do more work, like domestic work. So when you, mm. we did have a male there, it was kind of like he was there, but he wasn't doing all the things that we were doing. Like when it came to cleaning and stuff, mm-hmm. it was mostly yeah. put on the women. So that's very interesting. Mm. Uh, well, I can say from a different standpoint, not from a male and female standpoint, I guess in my experience, especially because I worked in uh, at TJ Maxx in Miami, which where it's a very high on Latin on the Latin community, mm-hmm. I experienced a different. I was treated um, lesser than than anyone who was in the Latino or um, um, Latina community. Right. Yeah. So like, I, I was expected to do far more work than they were like there was a huge language barrier kind of like um if i couldn't make a credit card it's because my customer didn't speak english Mm. but because i didn't speak spanish there was a language barrier so i couldn't get the credit card Right. right but um often my manager be like well why don't you learn it well excuse me do i have to learn you didn't hire me to learn spanish to to do that you hired me to do a job to just be a cashier and Mm -hmm. that's what i am but it it was like it was more pressure Mm -hmm. on me for someone who wasn't um hispanic or spoke spanish yeah Yeah. all right that's good um i think it's really it's good to see and hear about your perspective in regards to like those words from the context of work, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I've, you know, picked up some things too in regards to, you know, from what you guys were saying and things like that. Um, you know, what about you, Dino? Have you, what do you think or what have you experienced in regards to like these things? Um, for myself, man, um, I don't think I've been aware of my surroundings enough to notice if there were double standards around me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I'm not saying that I, uh, 
that like I, I've worked in a places that were good, that mm-hmm. like everyone's treated equally. Uh, I'm pretty sure that there was, but um, no, um, oh. Okay, I could, I could probably name one. But now that I think oh, about okay. <laughs> I was a little worried there. Oh my no, goodness! No, no, it's because I, I don't. I just I, say, open your eyes, friend. That's that's no, that's not that. <laughs> it's just like you know, it's better to ignore it than you know, yeah. cause an incident. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Because I know myself. No, but it's bit. also great to be aware of it. Yeah, it is. It is. So I can name one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is um, it's not graphic at all, but it happened at my. My 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 last job, which was at Apple, mm-hmm. um, I can't necessarily say it's a double standard, but I would say the way she was treated, I don't think I'll be treated the same way mm-hmm. if I made the same claim. Mm-hmm. So I I worked. I told some of you guys this story. I was working. I worked in inventory in Apple, so I was working in in the rear of the store, and it's uh, the storage room. There are cameras there, but there aren't a lot of um you know people don't. Like, there aren't a lot of people come in and out. It's just me, my coworker, and the manager's office, which is which are, that door is always closed. And you know, she made a claim. She just blurted out one day when I was walking past her um, to go give something to a customer that oh, I I look like I might rape her. So, Excuse me. Uh, she said, "I look like I look like I might rape her." Mm-hmm. So when she said that, I, I was kind of curious. I was like, "Why would she say that?" I called my co, I called my friend, and he was like, Yo, "He was like, tell the manager." Mm-hmm. So two of my managers, they took into the office, they talked to her, right? You know, she never made that claim again. In fact, she never spoke to me after that, which is fine with me because I never spoke with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a very quiet person, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, you know, don't be trying to make friends too much at work. So I, 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 a few like a month. A month and a half after that, I went on leave for a little bit, um, for like a week or so, for, for a week. Uh-huh. I, went, I went, um, I was traveling with, with friends. I came back and my job was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if if I would have made that same claim if they would have done the same things to her. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I, so I would, that's one thing I don't know. You know. So you saying that you wouldn't? You don't think that you would have gotten fired if you? Would have said that she looked like she would have did something to you. Yeah. Mm. You probably would have thought it was funny. How do, you, how do you look that way? That's that's my thing. It's like yeah, that's problematic. How do you, it's the same. Like, equ- here's the thing. She's. It's the same equivalent of saying, "Oh, this guy looked like he might rob me." Yeah. But I mean, and, that's a very different word, though, because she said rape. That's. I mean, yeah. That's strong. It is, it is. Here's the thing. When she said that, I, I only imagine what you, the typical, you know, people who play that role on movies look like. Hmm. If you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like for me, it's like she felt uncomfortable around you. You can say, I feel a little bit yeah. uncomfortable. But to say that I look like I would rape you. That is very and good. the thing Gosh. is, she was very, very, um, it ran around the workplace that she was very uh, promiscuous too. Hmm. So okay. it, was very it was very interesting that she would make that claim. Because mm. um, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, why do you guys think there's there, there's that that type of double standards in the workplace? Because the reason why I say that is because I, I I've kind of similar to what you said, Dino, where I've noticed that like at a certain point in time of 
a certain place I was working at, a lot of females workers would would like tell me, "Hey, I, this guy is like, you know, um, making me feel a certain type of way." And I would be like, "Oh, why don't you report it? Why don't you go report it?" And they're like, "Well, they won't take me seriously." Mm-hmm. It's I've true. Repo- I've reported it, and nothing's been done. So it's kind of like. You know, they feel like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I, I just have to deal with what, with whatever. That's just the culture of this environment. Now, like, why is there such a double standards when it comes to like working, though? I mean, I don't, I, I don't get, I get it, but I mean, I feel like that's one place that the the line should be equal. Uh, my thing is, it's all about politics. There are some claims that they just. They just don't take seriously. And the proper the proper steps that they take, um, they um some companies try to take it in a political route where as they can say, I did this training. That's a good I did point. this training so people could be aware not to do this and this is all I can do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they don't they don't necessarily like say for instance if like um if I'm in um I'm in I'm working in a company and my boss makes I mean he's not the head of the company but yeah. he's still my boss mm-hmm. and he makes sexual um advances towards me yeah now it's my job to go to hr and when i go to hr they don't do nothing he's still there and he's still harassing me Hmm. and if i try to go again i possibly can lose my job so sometimes it sometimes in those type of cultures it's better to keep your mouth shut and it's a sad thing it's a sad thing for it to be yeah. like it, to say that it's better to keep your mouth shut, but that's just the culture that you are in. You you have to be careful on where you find yourself and what type of environment and what you purvey and like little things with your body language and little <laughs> things on the way you dress because you don't want to yeah. give the person the wrong idea of something. But I think there are benefits to having double standards, though. I think within a society, the way that we uphold men and women, there need there ha- it has to be different because there are certain um, there are certain levels that, as men in society, you you are upheld to. You know, like leadership, being the man, being and taking charge, and things like that. So, in a sense, I mean, in the way I'm thinking about it, I see that there are some good to double standards because there 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 are certain things that I wouldn't typically be like all right you're a woman you you have to do this whereas with a man I'm like you're a man you definitely have to do this you know mm-hmm. what I mean like for example I'll, I'll give you an example like mm-hmm. let's say you two people just got married right they don't have a job yet I wouldn't be like oh it's the woman's job to go to, to go ahead and and find a job and provide for her family, I would look at the men and be like, "This, it's your job as a man to make sure that your family is, you know, kept up and you're providing. For me, I feel like in that sense, I agree with like some type of a double standard though. I see where you're coming from. I understand. I do. So you're saying that double standards normally are like a... Oh, 
are like a cultural, um, like cultural, cultural, like norms and double standards are like synonymous. They go together. They go hand in hand. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I got. I got to say yes and no because I'm, the reason why I'm saying yes and no because if I'm going with the culture because there are certain standards that culture has that we as Christian Christians we don't really uphold or we go by. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're thinking like on a Christian basis. You know, as the man, that calls us to be the head of the household, to provide, to do all that. And in that sense, I'm, I can see, yeah, there are different cult, there, there is a double standard there because each of us have a different, I don't know, have you, you're up the way that in my mind, the way I view it is mm-hmm. certain thing that a woman must do and certain thing that a man must do. Uh-huh. I'm only going to hold that person accountable for what they, what it is that I've perceived that they must do. Mm. Like a man, you have to provide for your family. For me, I feel like that's so in that sense. Okay. Okay. So I think one thing I'm 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 peeking from um what you guys have been saying so far is that, you know, double standards, um, although there's a negative you know, for the most part, negative connotation. There get there can be positives to it, and there are positives to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from what Ellen you were saying in regards to what were the possible you know goods from having double standards, I think it seems to be like, um, you know, based on where you're getting your standards from in regards to how you think and perceive men and women. Mm-hmm. Those can kind of either set good double standards or negative double standards. Exactly. It, because, for example, just strictly from the work, it look it sounds like if you have a manager or like a, a group of people, um, you know, that creates or adds to a culture where it's expected that you know, women can't be leaders. It's expected that women can't, you know, lead the company or women can't outperform men and things like that. Then there's a, then that can create a double standard that limits women and puts yeah. men in regards on a pedestal. Um, you know, so and uh, and the point that I wanna I wanna I wanna take us to real quick is okay. So we talked about. Double standards, you know, a little bit in regards to like you know work mm-hmm. and society. Do you guys think double standards exist within the church? Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Oh yeah. What, what are some <laughs> of the double standards that you guys think exist? What that you guys have? I want to hear this. <laughs> Dino's ready. He's like, I want to hear everything. Dino got a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ready to hear it. What you from the say? Nah, I'm, I can't say nothing for you. You guys don't say nothing first. <laughs> you said you was gonna be. I said I want to hear it. No, you said you was gonna be petty and just say your You want to hear from the? That's why I'm looking at you like that because you said you was gonna be. Oh, so he can steal our answers? No, no, no. I mean, I'll say this in the church. Um, the church within the well, I mean, in our culture, church-wise, um, women are expected to be like worship leaders, where men are expected to be. Um, like the 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 one that are like doing the discipleship wise, as in like mm. taking care of the money, um, being in leadership leadership position, like guiding the the church and all that. I I, I definitely see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we go back to modesty too, there's definitely yeah. a, definitely a double standard there. High key. Um, modesty mm-hmm. when we talk about marriage too. Um, there's more of a focus on women than there is on men. Like preparing. 
studio wise. Ooh. But then for for virtual fist pump. Yes. So for so for women, there's like this thing of get ready, get ready for. But for men, they're not really like mm. pushing them to get ready. Yeah, yeah. I guess they already already air quotations. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they uh-huh. not. <laughs> well, Lecrae said it best. You ain't got ready. If you ain't got to get ready, if you already. I mean, I don't know if. You, but are you? Hey, ready? look at that, Ellen. Look at that great mask mm. like. But are you guys ready though? That's the real question. Yeah. Like, what makes are you, you guys, guys ready? What makes you guys like automatically ready? How are you guys automatically ready, but then women aren't ready yet? Well, like, how, why do we have to get ready and then you guys? Uh, my thing is this. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the double standard that they put on us. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, because at such a young age, men are always so like, yo, like, do you, I remember being very young. My dad always coming to me like, you know, you, when you're older, you're going to have to be able to do this and do that and do that. Okay. But were those things more like physical, like make money, take care of your family, feed your family? What about the emotional part? Because mm. do you need both? You do need so, both. Okay, I, learned, you guys, I learned the other aspect later in life. Okay. Right? Okay. So you're not born ready. You're you not. Born ready. You're not. Well, what other than emotional you do got, I need? Just like other we than have love? to get ready, you have to get ready. Because no, I had to learn about the, I had to learn about that too, an aspect of being able to be a good leader too. So I can't necessarily say I'm gonna leave, but have no emotions involved. Yeah. I have to be able to understand how the other individual feels. How am I gonna leave yeah. somebody I don't understand how they feel? So I'm just saying y'all weren't born ready. No, I, yeah. I never said that. I, I never said I was born ready, oh, but okay. I said like for a long time since I, first I was young. That point in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure to you know just uh, add that. I never said I was near born ready. I'm just saying, but for, okay. for a long time it was pushed on. I can say for myself, you know, like when you're older, you have to know how to do this. You have to know how to do that. Yeah, and do this and no, do that. I see what you're so, saying. So I, I know for a fact, I, I for like for one double standard for for men is when they're young, they have to be prepared to be. Men of influence, mm. whereas you know, um, for like for I wouldn't necessarily be aware of what the double standard was for 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 women. I only had one sister, so like, and she was really young, so my mom really didn't put much on her. Let, let me give y'all one. Let me give y'all one. I know, yeah, you can talk because you have yeah. more sisters than me, right? A uh, double standard within you know church culture. I mean Haitian culture as well too. Um, if you want to go there as well. Is that you know, like like you guys were saying, like there's more in regards to like what when it comes to the, the standards and what's the expectations, people are more so outspoken about the woman than the men, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's more, ex- and there are more expectations placed on women more so than men, and men kind of get like, um, I guess the surface, yeah, level? the surface, or did there's a lot more yeah. that it takes for you know for men to like lead a relationship in a marriage. You're just being able to have a good job and provide for yeah, a family. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's you know, but no one, but nobody goes deeper than that the most yeah. I know something for women it's like listen like you're a girl you need to be able to take care of the house Oops. you need yeah. to be able to cook and Oops. clean and pop babies oh wow. in like, that order no that's true you no, know is, and yeah. then you know for the guys it's just like again have a good job pay the bills work yeah yeah. Um, There's so much missing. There's so much There's in between. Missing. There's a lot. So because we can yeah. do those things together, except y'all give birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could just bring it unto you guys, that'd be amazing. Why do you guys think we have double standards? Though, what's the, where does that come from? Say, say something, OG. You making a face? Say something. 
Wait, no, what's I, the, what was the question? Where do you, where, you, where do you think double standards I'm sorry, come I from? I can't control where my face. Where do double standards come yeah, from? Yeah, why do we have these double standards? Um, I think it's based on whoever makes the rules, whoever's in charge. Who's in charge? Who makes the rules? <laughs> These things are passed down from generation to generation. Culture. I think. I think mm-hmm. that's why that I went back to that question of um, our cultural norms and like double standards are like they the same thing. Like, do they go hand in hand? And I feel mm-hmm. like they do, especially when we're talking about Haitian culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. there's going to be double standards. Like, I only have sisters, right? But like, I know for like people who have um, brothers and sisters, it's kind of like the the sisters can't go anywhere, right? And mm. then the brothers get to go anywhere they want to go. Right, right. You know? Um, yes, the sisters got to be getting checked up on, all that type of stuff, but the brothers they can do whatever they want. They could be gone for, for 10 days. They don't get one call. But and, the girl, I think honestly, in our, and that's something in our in our culture too that, that we have a double standard against yeah. when it comes to women and men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. So strange. Don't you think there's a double standard um, in between siblings also? Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, because I, I actually can, I growing up, it, I feel like it has a, a comparison also. In a way, a comparison issue is because I am the oldest. Um, there's a lot of expectations. Oh, you mean like the age, like the diff- yeah. like age level? Is that what you meant? Yeah, okay. there's a lot of expectations put on me. And... Um, and I, I, I may have executed them, but then it's more tougher on mm-hmm. the younger ones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they are expecting them to execute what I executed. And in a way they feel like you got to do it that way <laughs> or it's the highway. Yeah. And so I feel like my brothers favor, have but- dealt with that. <laughs> yeah. It works in your favor, but maybe not your brother's favor. Yeah, it worked in my favor. I got praise, I got the awards, yeah. but then there are different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're great with just getting C's, and, yeah, because yeah. C's get degrees, you know. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> but they were perfectly fine. But it was more tougher on them than mm-hmm. it was on me. On you, yeah. Okay, so um, let me let me bring another double standard that I wanna I wanna hear from you guys a little bit. Um, what do you guys think in regards to like, what's the double standard, you know, with, you know, inside the church, outside the church, in regards to like sexuality, when it comes to men and women? Oh, oh. yeah, there's a definitely a double standard there. I think there is. I think the, I think within the church, like women are expected to, um, it's like an unspoken thing. Women are expected to stay, you yeah, know, yeah, humble. Yeah. Um, the virgin, um, mm. unaware yeah, of purity. these. Yeah, they're expected to be pure. And as as when you look at men, um, the weight for men is not as much as the weight for for a girl. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 a, if for example, I don't know if, if somebody in the church found out that the pastor's um, son had premarital sex, it wouldn't be a big deal as if. The yeah. daughter yeah. had premarital yeah. sex, you know, like they, they, you know, they'll look at her like she's shunned, you know, or she's she's dirty. While the guy, he just, they'll probably just give him a dirty look, and that's about <laughs> it. But they'll still yeah. associate with yeah. him, and still, yeah. And you know what's their reasoning for that is because people say, oh, it's because women could get pregnant, men cannot. That's, that's, that's literally why they say that. 
There's a consequence that's greater for women than it is for men. Yeah. No, it's not the greater oh. consequence. Because at the end of the day, he got a kid too. Uh, well, uh, which is right, you right, OG. But I think the thing that I for most people think is because 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 the woman is the one bearing the child. Mm-hmm. I think as a as a mother, right? There's a physical consequence, you know. I think being pregnant, you can't hide that. As a woman, yeah. you can't hide you can't hide your belly. But yeah. a guy who's been promiscuous sleeping around, he can yeah, hide true. it. That's true. So for people, they'll dog or they'll be more set, you know, at the woman more mm-hmm. so than the men. I think also too, based on society and and you know, as some people are, even though yes, it takes a man and a woman to have a kid and to, to raise a kid and things like that, you know, I think bec- there's an expectation like, you know, because it's a guy, he can just easily walk away and the woman is the one being left with the burden of raising the kid by themselves which is why a lot of times you know that's why more women still gets more heat getting pregnant more so than the guy at the end of the day it's it is a mutual party that Mm -hmm. created a child however it is up to either of the individuals to decide if this is a good choice Um, and am I prepared to face the consequences um, I mean, but you have been in, you should have gotten yourself in that it's, situation in the first it, place. No, uh, you're if right. you're not in that, you know, space but, and time. But here's the thing. If you talk about the subject, you can't just isolate it to the Christians. This mm-hmm. is a, you know, it has to be believers and non-believers. Right. Okay. Um, right. right. That's why I said it that way. I didn't, you know, say oh, it shouldn't have occurred because, right. you know, see, yeah. usually non-believers aren't really thinking about God before mm-hmm. that occurs, you know? So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it should be something that both parties have to really consider. Am I willing to walk away from this young lady? If that does occur, will I stay? Or the young lady is like, am I prepared to be, you know, a woman has to face face the consequences of raising a child by myself if he decides to leave? Mm-hmm. Or if he doesn't, you know, help help in this the the parenting of the child? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because of the, the because of the circum the consequences are different, is why the punishments are different. Whereas to a young man, he might get a, a his ear pulled, you know, get get a minor punishment. Um, but a young lady may be more harsher punishment because the consequences are going to be much harsher for her to face. Yes. So and and I think also too within our culture, you have um, you have the whole family shame type thing where it is easily like we're talking about how pregnancy is more visible. Uh-huh. It's easily for that family to feel feel ashamed because oh man, my daughter. Now has to carry this thing for nine months. Everybody's gonna know. I think it, the, the emphasis is everybody's gonna know about it. Right. And I think that's what it is. As far as with what when it's a guy, it's like, well, nobody's gonna really know about it because they don't know who he did what and what with. Mm-hmm. There's no proof for it. There's no show for it. And right. it, it, it's it's problematic. And I think that's the negatives when it comes to standards, double standards, because then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have one person who has, even though you do the same bad action, one person is is hit more than the other. Right. right. They feel that burden more than the other person. Mm. You see, I feel like, you know, they pick and choose which sin to like, you know, create um, a greater double standard on True. On women or on men, like for women, um, it's it's simply um, getting pregnant out of what out of wedlock, and it's like they they push that as if it's the 
greatest sin, like it's the biggest sin of all, when in actuality, a sin is a sin. There is no measurement. They're equal. A lying, lying, if you lie and you get pregnant out of wedlock, it's at the same level. And I think what a lot of Christians don't realize is that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and even within what you just said as well, too, um, you know, OG, I think a, a common theme that I'm recognizing, a pattern, is like within the realms of sexuality, I guess when it comes to consequences and punishment, there's a double standard between men and women. Now, let me ask you guys this, okay? Do you think there's a double standard in regards to how men and women, I guess, struggle with sexuality? I guess, I guess in, in, in regards to like, you know, um, or let me just say, like, you know, pornography, for example. Mm-hmm. I think there is. I think, yeah, there is. Because th- it's funny because, Claude, you know, we were talking briefly, I think, after the podcast, Last Saturday, and kind of, you know. By the way, Sarah's snacking right now, y'all. So you know, wow. just letting y'all know. No, mm. no, I'm, I'm gonna get some I'm too. Hungry. So they're asking, it's, about, no, it's okay. Fine. Something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but it's funny because me and Ozzy were talking, and we were just talking about the modesty thing, and then mm-hmm. we brought up lust, and then Cardino was like, "Wait, is that something women really struggle with, or like, is that like a really hard struggle?" Mm. So I think when we talk about things like that, it is kind of like expected to be to be geared more towards men than it is women Facts, like yes. that like that whole topic oh, she gonna have to repeat that what can you repeat it y'all perverts because what I'll... she said because <laughs> <laughs> i ain't hear nothing <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back, Sarah. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is that, there, yes, there is a double standard because um, most people expect that men are the only ones who have those those struggles with, like, lust, pornography, all those type of things, but it also is something that women deal with as well. well so I think there is a double standard because it's all those programs and stuff like that, they're always geared towards men, not really towards women. And, like, I don't know, I feel like it's taboo in general, to be mm-hmm. honest, but I think when maybe talking, like, when women talk about it, it's even more taboo. It's but, just but, something but, you shouldn't but, be doing. But you see, that makes no sense to me. Like, I find that funny because, okay, because the, the expectation is this, the, the double standard is this, right? Again, if a man and a woman, you know, were to, you know, have, you know, sex outside of wedlock and whatnot, you know, typically, like on average, I would say the woman gets more looks, gets more heat, gets more hatred, gets more like anger, more so than the guy. Because the women are expected to like, you know, be pure, mm-hmm. you know, be more holy, save themselves, you know, for marriage and things like that. But a guy who is promiscuous, you know, like he's just like, oh, that's just a guy. He's just like going around. But that's what guys do. But for girls doing the same thing, oh, she a hoe. She's a dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She can't keep yeah. her legs closed, you know. But then again, you know, then when it comes to like. Dealing with like you know sexual immorality and like you know pornography and things like that. Again, it goes back to a sense where it's just like okay, like that. But that's if a guy struggles with porn, oh, it's because he's a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he can't help it. But when it's a woman, honestly speaking, statistically, in regards in church context, even even outside of that too, I honestly see, and it is true that like when you look at ministries, there are more ministries geared towards men struggling with pornography more so than women. Mm. And another thing too, you you will see that like um, when it comes to the topic of pornography that's being preached, that message is geared more so towards the men yeah. than women at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The whole idea of like lust too, and it's so weird because like we both are like the same mm-hmm. it's like chemicals and all that, and just like 
you know, the, the way our body works, if that makes right. sense. Our yeah. edges. So it's just weird. And I think that, that goes back. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, especially because um, when um, there are some women that go through any type of um, sexual abuse, um, within that sexual abuse, your brain chemistry just you can go many routes. And one of those routes is you can sell yourself into the um, having sex all the time. You can go the other um, path of gender and or you can even like find yourself deep in sexual sin. And I I feel like um, what a lot of people don't know is that women do struggle with pornography and it's depending on what they're going through in that instant for them to do that. It's just it's kind of weird for me where they just why can't it just not be geared toward everybody instead of just one audience? I wonder where that comes from, though. The, the yeah. I mean, it's probably a statistics that men watch it more than women. Yeah, but yeah I do, that, that is true. I do want to know, like, where... I don't know. I guess, okay, maybe because that statistic is there, it's just like, we're just going to do it mainly for men. But I think it's just perception, though, because, again, I think just because, yeah, like, statistics... statistics yeah, I cannot talk. Statistically, yes, mm-hmm. men do view you know porn, you know porn more so than you know women. If you look at the media in general, all the advertisement, it's you see all these things geared more so towards men, like you no, know, like showing a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. all these types of things. But that does not excuse the fact that women struggle with the same things as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And and I think you know it goes back you know just like I guess you know. Our perception about like sexuality and you know it's it's and that you know for for it's standard for like a guy for guys to think about sex to want sex to desire sex mm-hmm. but yeah woman oh no you're a girl we shouldn't be thinking yeah. about these things so that's weird. so unlike of you uh, you know you're beautiful don't that's think about it that's nasty that's dirty mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying just save yourself for marriage but then you know when marriage comes you know then you yeah. you know you have women who've never talked about sex who don't even know what to do your mm-hmm. sister um. Your sister brought up like this really cool blogger, and she basically talks about that. Mm. Fel- Felicia, I can't, I don't know how to say her last name. First name's Felicia. But um, I know who you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But she yeah. was basically like, she has blogs on like how women would go through, like, women are taught to like, you just you don't think about sex. You don't think uh-huh. about like any of that until, it, you know, when, and then when you get married, it's like you should expect what to do, right? And mm. then like you're kind of like scarred or you're kind of like, Paralyzed, right? Because like you've always been taught that this thing is bad, but you you haven't been taught about it in the healthy way. So it's just it's very interesting to see. You know, I agree with you. I agree with you, Sarah, mm-hmm. on that. I remember there's both sides to that double standard. Because there was a young lady who I read her story. Um, it was kind of sad, really. Um, you know, she 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 was a young adult. She got married, and you know, the day of her wedding, you know, some of the older women approached her and we're like you know such and such is gonna happen you know you're gonna make love this is that and you know that burning night she just cried because she was like i don't understand you know what they're telling me to do when i've never really entertained the idea of it and her husband was understanding and she went to a few months of therapy before you know she was 
understanding and willing to cope with that when it understands that's part of adult yeah and the other side of it is like so women are told not to talk about it whereas to men there's this whole standard like you're supposed to know exactly what to do mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be dominant you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be the boss in this area. Where there are some men, they they begin to have performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that performance anxiety um, is so great in some men. It inhibits them and stunts their growth and their interaction with women. There, so there was a... Mm-hmm. I like listening to Reddit posts. And in this post... Um, read it, um, in this one particular post was this gentleman talking, he was 30, 34 years old, right? But he always was told at such a young age, you know, how a young man's supposed to be able to do this and do that and do that in bed, where he, he didn't know if he could. And now he's 34, he's never been with a woman. Mm-hmm. He's never even had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Because the idea of a relationship leads to the idea of thinking about sex and leads to him saying, oh, I'm supposed to be the boss in this area. I don't know what I'm doing. So I just, I don't, I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like, thank you. Okay. Sorry, thank you. It just taints your view altogether. Like, just of a, an idea mm-hmm. or, just, or just, like, something that was created for, for a good thing. Right. It's, it's, it's so weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely say, like, growing up in, in my household, um, the birds and bees talk mm. that I got was simply, you have sex in my house, you kicked out. You have sex, you get pregnant. You get pregnant... You on your own. That, that that's the talk I got, and then and also he would say that I was a player, so all men are players too. That's what. So my dad would tell me his papa was a Rolling Stone stories, whereas my brothers they didn't get the birds and the bees talk. They I never like saw my dad just naturally sit down and tell my dad my brothers that hey. No mm-hmm. sex, no uh-huh. this. But I got that top. Yeah, right. Do, do you guys see? Do you guys? I mean, with with that too, is there double standards within friendships? What do you mean? All right, all right go ahead, go ahead, elaborate a little bit more, man. Elaborate like, on like, that. For example, like if if I have a like between two friends, like a male and a female, is there like <clears throat> like the male is less than the male will. We have to initiate certain things. Oh, you talking about like how how the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing, but a woman. Nah. No, you, nah, you mean friendships? Nah, nah. Friendship. Relationship wise. Friendship. Oh, not relationship. I'm sorry. I, I'm too soon. I'm too soon. All right. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna get there though. We're gonna get there though. Like relationship wise, you know. It, is there is there double standards within a relationship where, um, let's say, if I want to hang out with OG, right, uh-huh. I would have yeah. to be the one to text OG in in that sense. Like, if it's like a um, heterosexual mm. um, no. friendship, platonic friendship. No, nah, because I could just text you, be like, "Hey, we need to hang too." Like, it's it's just platonic. <laughs> like, it's nothing. It's not that deep. No, Whereas, yeah, it really isn't. if it's a, if I feel like it becomes different. Well, I'm being honest. For me, in a way where, um, like, say, for instance, um, I start to like Claudino, right? 
Mm. This in no means mean I like Claudine. <laughs> no, of course, of course. He's course. a brother to me. Disclaimer. Ellen over here, laughed there. She's a viewer, brother. She said you had to make that, that, that announcement. I'm just like, wow. No, because I don't want to hear nobody say, oh, OG like Claudino. That's I not know. You guys are trying to set up people on the, on the podcast, so it's only. <laughs> <laughs> no. But basically, if I were to, I um, would expect him to, like, you know, I'll give hints, but I would expect him to catch those hints, you know? But that's, but that's what I mean, initial, though. That oh, is that's a double, double standard? But yeah, I know. Wait, but but growing up, I was taught that Oops. I shouldn't chase after a man. And that's on period. I was told that he who finds a wife finds a good thing, not she who finds Honestly, a husband. Honestly, I agree because, like, Ojeen, what you said was so, the key factor. You said... Sorry, Claudino. You said if you drop hints and he don't pick up, then that's that, and that's what you have to do. Like you can't be doing everything. Like then yeah. you drop your hints, then that's that. Like, mm-mm. but but that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. This a, that's and the, yeah, there so, is, okay. so you guys are admitting there, there is, yeah, there is. Yeah, but that's what I was cultural, taught. Cultural that's norms. what I was taught. But is that is that a good thing though, or is that a bad thing? Good question. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Would you want your future daughter to to um to initiate contact with a man? Would you teach her the same thing? This is what I would say. This is what I would say. Um, so there's nothing wrong with approaching a man and. You know, letting him know that, hey, you know, you've caught my attention, things of that nature. It's his choice to act on that and not on that. I, I do know that historically men have always been hunted, hunters. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing. But if the prey does not make herself available, there's no need to hunt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. So it, it, it works on both ends, mm-hmm. you know? If I'm trying to pursue a young lady, but she has no interest in me, that's a waste of my time. Not to mention you're going to be looked. Like, as like aggressive mm. and like I'm not afraid of looking aggressive I'm afraid of no, losing no, my like, time like, I'm talking about like, like too aggressive like you have no idea whether or not she's interested so you just want to initiate just you know to start a, just a simple basis of friendship but you for right. her who isn't interested from the beginning she's like oh why, why are you coming up to me like that like you too you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah mm. so um so um so yeah it goes it goes in that manner um so like you know you do have to there's some point there's some work on the female's part as well because men you know cannot read minds uh, so you know you do have to have some type of you know uh like some type of hint or some type of conversation some effort on their end making themselves available here's the thing here's the thing just at least to make yourself available to us like verbally by a friendship or things of that nature so then you know we know that okay she's you know she's she's willing to you know have conversations she's willing to do this and do that with me and i'm not even and it, it why when I whenever I need to whenever I need to so that tells me that maybe um she may be uh, maybe interested in me and you know then it's up to him to decide what he wants to do whether he's interested in you or not. Mm-hmm. Because from what I'm hearing, I mean, essentially we're all admitting that at to some degree mm-hmm. double standards are okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess the, maybe. The, the, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on what it is yeah, and where it's enough. stemming from, yeah. yeah, where it's stemming from. Mm-hmm. Keyword. Okay. Mm. But is it? Isn't it? Isn't that bad? Of the fact that we are we are agreeing no, with the fact because, that it's okay to have double standards. No, because let me. Because no, because 
Well, I'm repeating myself. No, because I think depending on what it is and where it's coming from, it's like this, right? I feel like, honestly speaking, like there are like we have standards, okay? Yeah. Everyone has standards. Yeah. Um, even as Christians, there are standards that God calls us to live by. Mm-hmm. Okay, and certain expectations that you know we have to meet, that we have to think about, and all these types of things. So there's nothing wrong in regards to like us going by. You know, the standard set before us, but depending on what the standard really is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm making sense, but like, you know, if it, if it's something, it's like a standard when, when it comes, a standard that expects, um, you know, like a guy to, you know, be able to provide for his family, you know, to work hard isn't a bad standard. Nope. I think it gets unhealthy when it's just like. There's when, no wiggle room? Yeah, there's. there's I think it gets unhealthy when, like, everything that makes a man a man is only based on that. That's when it's wrong. And that is not a good standard. Okay. I think right. that also gets to be um, an issue when that standard states that, okay, man has to do everything, but a woman can't work as well. Mm-hmm. That becomes an issue. Yeah. The, that, that initial standard of a man provides for his family isn't a bad one. We all agree and abide by that. But as long as that is not getting in the way of other things, like a woman being able to provide for the family as well, a man and woman working together, a woman providing for herself, like that's, that's you know, that will be fine by that. So double standards, like you were saying, Ellen, isn't like bad, but it's just which, which standards are we going by? I think that's really where the discussion really like lies and stuff like you that. You know what? One double standard that I don't like is the double standard that is a, a man is less of a man depending on how much money he makes. Whereas a woman isn't less of a woman if she's less curvaceous. It's just less what? Curvy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. You see that double standard? I like the, uh, I, I agree. I'm going to go... And also, uh, back to what you said, Rufus. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm um, misconceiving over you guys, but I, Rufus made a good point, though, where he said, which standard are we going by? Because mm-hmm. I think I think that's I think that's the I think that's a good point because it depends on depending on which standard that we are going by, that kind of in itself shows us are we following culture? Are we following mm-hmm. you know what our God is telling us? Mm-hmm. And real quick before I go back to what you just mentioned, um, real quick before I go back to what you just mentioned, Dino, mm. um, the verse that pops up. Um, when I brought that up, Ellen, is Romans 12, verse 2. Okay, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm-hmm. A question that you guys came up with earlier that we talked about a little bit was just like, you know, where, where, where are these standards coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, what makes a standard a good standard? You know, like, if we ourselves are not setting our standards according to, you know, what God is saying, that we know is good and it's perfect and it's just, um, you know, by allowing the word of God, you know, for us Christians, you know, to like, to transform how we think, how we see things, then we will always set standards mm-hmm. that's unjust, or unfair, um, unrighteous, and just plain wrong, you know, or, or simply not good enough, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because we, at times, um, a standard that we can set can easily, um, can easily, um, 
you know, harm someone who is trying to do good. Mm-hmm. Like the modesty, for example. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like, you know, you're a woman, you need to be modest. Yeah. But yet, you know, we hold a certain level of like expectations for women and not so for men. Yeah. It really harms one sex more so than the other. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we were to look at that standard based on what God says, it's about in the inside, the heart, the attitude. Yeah. That applies to both men and women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we're never defining the right standards from the beginning or allowing the right, I guess, avenue to direct our our thinking, mm-hmm. we will always have the wrong mindset and all the wrong standards and everything. Mm-hmm. In the workplace, within our culture, mm-hmm. within our families, mm-hmm. as women and women, and even within the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because just because this is a church norm mm-hmm. doesn't mean... It's, it's it doesn't mean it stands in the word of God. Yeah, doesn't mean this is the right standard that God has set for all of us and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why a lot of times again when it, when I asked earlier like is there a double standard about sexuality? You know, a lot of times you know people people don't think that like the norms that we have in regards to what we think about men and women it, it's com- it's coming from a, a wrong place. It's not coming yeah. from the right place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, I know we, we have to wrap up on time, guys. It's about to be like an hour. A- any any other thoughts? Anything else before we wrap up? The standards are complicated. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're they're complicated. They can be they can be good depending on on what the standard is. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing for everyone to know is this. Okay. When it comes to the standard, you know, you have to ask yourself, where is the standard coming from? What is setting the standard? Where is, where is the proper basis for a really good standard? I believe, we all here believe that it comes from God. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Because it's certainly, well, I'm going to cut it short because I love it's to talk. It's a complication ship. Yeah, complication ship, but by looking and studying the word of God, you see that God has set beautiful standards for all, for all of humankind. Yeah. Both man and woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to, to summarize, um, double standards can be a good thing, but it can also be bad. We have to start by asking ourselves what is setting our standards. If we, we all believe, um, and we all believe in God and we go by the word of God. Mm-hmm. So we believe that God has set a really great tone for humankind, both men and women. Mm-hmm. God has set the tone and the bar for men, men leaders that he has used and women leaders as well. So if we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us, if we allow the word of God to set the tone and set the pace to raise our bar in regards to the proper standards of life mm-hmm. um, or to lower our unrealistic expectations of people mm-hmm. and set it back at the right place, that is when we can find really freedom and beauty, freedom and the beauty to really see people for who they are, yeah. to, really mm-hmm. to really treat people how they need to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To have the proper expectations of our fellow brothers and sisters, our fellow men and women of the world, all these types of things. Mm-hmm. You know, by starting at that place, so, I, don't know, I think, you know, that's a, a little two-piece, but... Oh, yeah. I was just saying, it's a complication ship. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, I couldn't have said it any better, Rubens. I, I completely agree. Me too. Yep. All right, so with that being said, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening to the Front Service Podcast. Um, my name is Rubens. I'm Sarah. I'm Dino. I'm OG. And I'm Ellen. All right, and we out here. Bye. 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 All right.